Yeah, absolutely. Um, I found it by, I think it was kind of these smaller briefs that were going out, you know, the paper's closing. Um, having uh, been a student here for maybe a year, it wasn't really something that I had heard of before. Um, you know, what WFT encourages you to cover, you know, all these little counties throughout North Central Florida. And that's one that I really hadn't heard of before. So I was curious. I know that uh, there is this narrative that the newspaper business is declining. And I know that that isn't necessarily the case with these national outlets like, um, you know, the Miami Herald, the Washington Post. But I'm I was curious about how this is affecting local communities. Um, so I thought this would be a really interesting example. Of course, I didn't know at the time what necessarily was the reason for this specific paper to close. Um, but I was just interested in learning about the story um, and its 91 years of history. So tell me about the Gilchrist County Journal and the people who ran it. So the paper has been around for about 91 years, although that um, date has changed a couple times in my, my process of reporting. Um, that's what's on their masthead. Um, but it has been owned by this family um, for quite a while. They're the Ayers family. Um, for the past 45 years, um, Cindy Jo Ayers, who's in my story, um, as well as her husband, John Ayers, um, have ran the paper for, like I said, about 45 years. And it was passed to them after um, their uh, John's father, um, I believe it was when he passed. Um, and he had started off there as, as a staffer um, and eventually took over the paper. I think, um, you know, they said he bought it for installments of $18 in, in the 1930s. Um, so for a while, it's just been uh, Cindy, Joe, and John. Um, you know, as there have been these challenges, um, they've been forced to take on other roles that um, maybe the executive editor of a paper wouldn't be doing things like bookkeeping, um, photography, that sort of thing. If you've never been out to Gilchrist County, it is very rural. Um, its largest town is Trenton, which has about 2,000 um, residents. And although it's growing slowly, um, there really isn't much out there. But yeah, they finally decided to go in for their retirement after about 45 years, um, as they didn't have a family member to pass it on to. Um, although there was potentially a buyer. It was the main, it was mainstream daily news. They weren't able to come to an agreement. I think it's hard to put a price on um, 91 years of a legacy. Um, so I think they just decided it was better to shutter it off altogether. So you spoke to a few residents of Gilchrist County. What did they have to say about the paper and what it meant to their community? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I think um, it's way different for maybe these rural residents who go into town every Thursday to go look at the paper. Um, you know, I think in a place like Gainesville, um, you may be subscribed to the Gainesville Sun, you may not, um, you know, maybe you read the Alligator, WUFT, but, um, you know, there isn't really one, I would say, like, cohesive unit that, um, you know, everybody in the county reads. So, um, it is a little bit different, I think, for this small town. Um, you know, a lot of them are worried, you know, people don't really show up to the Bell City Commission <laughs> meetings or, um, you know, the Gilchrist County Commission or the school board. Um, so they're losing a really important watchdog. And although I'm sure that 
um, over the years as it's just become Cindy, Joe, and John, maybe they haven't been at every single meeting, um, there really is this important accountability function that they are losing. Um, you know, who's to say that um, a town that doesn't broadcast its meetings could, um, you know, have something really newsworthy happen. Maybe they're misappropriating funds or um, there really is no oversight of these local governments. So that's a, that's a big deal um, in terms of these smaller towns. Um, of course, it's not a lot of money that they have power over, um, but there still are concerns for these people who you know, have so many acres between them, um, but this paper has been what has tied them together all these years. So who's going to be filling that gap of news coverage, if anyone? Yeah, um, I spoke with the Dixie County Advocate Editor. They're actually in the process of onboarding a new Gilchrist County reporter. Um, one of the experts that I, that I spoke to kind of compared it to like drinking out of a fire hose. Um, you know, there really is this sense of what do I need to know? And a lot of residents are being kept in the dark now that there is no paper. You mentioned in your reporting a bill about legal notices. Uh, what might this bill do to affect smaller newspapers in Florida? Yeah, absolutely. Um, in speaking with both uh, Catherine McKinney, the editor of the Dixie County Advocate, and Cindy Joe of the journal, they both expressed that that would kind of be the nail in the coffin. It would be the last thing um, that they really have going for them. The thing that makes them money is being able to print these legal notices in their paper. Um, you know, it's been the law for a while that, you know, city commission, county commission, they have to print uh, where their meetings are going to be. That takes up space. Um, you know, things like crime and, and um, like court proceedings and that sort of thing also is required by law to be in the paper. And if you take that away, it just, um, it takes a really big source of income and not that these papers are being profitable at all. I, Cindy, Joe and John were breaking even for you know a decade since 2008, but it really could kind of topple it over into the, you're losing money. But even if these papers are just barely profitable, they still play a really important role in the community. Uh, you spoke to an expert at Northwestern University. What did she have to say about the effects of losing uh, one's newspaper? Yeah, uh, it's definitely something that I was interested in learning more about. But, um, you know, it's, it's really just these small nuances. Um, not knowing who's running for local government could cause voter participation. Excuse me. Um, not go, not not knowing who's running for local government could affect um, voter participation rates. Uh, you know, just having a general lack of awareness in what's happening in the government um, can inspire local officials to um, do whatever they please if they're, it's not gonna be written about in the paper. Um, so there is the sense of being in the dark, right? Not knowing what's going on behind closed doors. Of course, these are public meetings, but um, you know, there's, there's not that many people in the county and you know, who's gonna really show up to a 12 hour meeting for the school board? Really no one, that was kind of the function of the paper. So there is this concern of accountability being lost 